why, why do you why do you have photos of me in speedo? <laughs> okay, uh, it Photoshop. Okay, Photoshop. This yeah. is for the podcast. Okay, <laughs> it just got awkward right now. Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating social norms and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. This is Overflow, the extended conversation covering life, today's newsbreakers, and the occasional banter with the most interesting members of the human species. Signaling from the conservative chasm of Central Valley, California, it's the outlaws your conscience warned you about. Let's welcome your hosts, Loto and Phil Bill. Yes. Man, it's a hot one in a conservative castle of California, Phil. Yes, it is. It's hot uh, here in the Central Valley. Yes, I, I heard it's been triple digits, bro. Oh, my goodness. How have you guys been doing it down here? It's triply hot in a way that I my sweat is sweating. Oh, my. I don't even know that's <laughs> possible. <laughs> well, welcome to Fresno. Yes. CA. I'm really excited, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. And, and just want to thank yes. you all for being with us. Today, it's episode number four. Yes, Lodo, it's great having you back here in the studio, Thank back you, here in the Central Valley. Yes, sir. We miss you. I just want to share just my heartfelt condolences to my pops. Aww. just took place. Uh, you texted me in the middle of service, and I was Thank just you, like, brother. my heart was just broken. That, that Even though you knew it was, was going to happen, yeah. it still doesn't make it easy. And what, I know that we might be talking about more in the future, but again, just want to yes. say it publicly that I love you, man. Thank you, Phil. I really appreciate it, brother. Like, you know, like I mentioned in, in that text, man, we, we we were hit, you know, we were hit hard, you know, but we were ready, you know, and I just really thank God, you know, and like like Phil just mentioned, folks, um, you know, we're we're going to we're going to dedicate a whole show, you know, on losing loved ones, you know, uh, in, in, in a future episode, you know, because this is something that hits everyone, you know, especially grief, you know, and so we want to make sure we touch that. Everyone knows that November and December is coming. You know, for many of us, that's a joyful season. For others, it's a very challenging and uh, lonely and depressing one. So I definitely can't wait till we, you know, get into it, you know. But we're here at episode number four, and I'm glad to yes. be home, man. You know, uh, like I said, man, I, I'll, I'll be getting back up there, you know, to lay dad, you know, uh, his body, you know, his final place of resting, you know, and so and get back with the family. But I'm, I'm thankful to be here today, brother. And it's always a blessing yes. to be with you, bro. Well, we'll continue to be praying for you. Yes, sir. Those are listening, watching, just. Say a prayer for Lodo. Thank we thank you. you for all the encouragement for Amen. our brother. And speaking of everyone that's viewing, you know, man, Philville, I hear that we have a responsive crowd out there. Oh, yes. I don't know about yes, you. I've been getting some texts and DMs, just, yes. some, just some feedback and just like, I thank love it. Uh, I know we, we get a little crazy nonsense, you know, a little goofy, mm-hmm. but also too, we just pray that the content we're putting out is touching somebody. Yes. Amazing. Amen. You know, and like we always say, man, we want to hear from you guys. You know, this is a us show. You know, this is about everybody. And and again, one of our goals here is to put you in the room and to make sure that you know that you're in the room with us when we're talking. So, again, Phil, how can they get a hold of us or send us comments, any feedback or maybe even even some suggestions? You know, we got some uh, podcast gurus out there that's put in like thousands of hours of listening to podcasts. So they know podcasts better than we do. How can they tell us what how to do this better? Yes, and you can go in the description below or on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever you're listening in your podcast. And it has all the links to all the social media. So be sure to click on that subscribe, follow, like, share. We do appreciate you sincerely. So, so Philville, man, I heard you guys had an interesting weekend, brother. Yeah, we had an opportunity to go to the beach and come from leave 
the hottest nice. Central Valley into the nice, beautiful coast. It was so cold. Yes, I admit I was wearing pants on the no. beach. No. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, well, I know you normally wear your Speedos, but that's a whole different wow, thing. Wow, bro. I, know. I don't think they will ever uh, unsee that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We have photos of that. Why, why do you why do you have photos of me and speedo? <laughs> okay. Uh it Photoshop. Okay. Photoshop. This yeah. is for the podcast. That's, okay. That's a, yeah. It just got awkward right now. <laughs> Don't keep throwing it my way, bro. So cruiser. Went to the beach. Yeah. Uh the wife and I and little Mia. Went to the beach with some friends. Yeah. And we had a great time. Man, don't tell me you put me in pants, bro. Just because you were wearing pants. Oh, uh, no, no. She had a turtleneck and sweats. Wow. No, she 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 was dressed appropriately. Okay. Had good. a blast in the good. sand. Uh, awesome. Playing with her church cousins, we call them. Oh. And also, too, just she did kind of took her dad, who's a scaredy cat, of the cold water. I love the water, but yeah. it was so cold. And she went there. She just went all the way up. She wanted to go deeper. If I didn't stop her, she would have kept on going. Well, um, I'm glad that, yes, I'm glad that she's not scared of the water because that's a very important thing for every kid to really enjoy the beach because beach days are always awesome. But yeah, I heard you guys had a, had a blast out there, man. And uh, I know just spending time with, 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 you know, just, just friends. You know, there's nothing like it, right? Yeah, and those friends... Uh, you know most of them. Actually, you know them all. There, a lot of them were our youth when we were the youth leaders at Cornerstone. Wow! And they've grown up now, have families of their own. It's just amazing that they still want us to be part of their lives in a way that just they want their kids to be friends with our kids. And yeah, it's just a great family for many years. Like you could literally say 10, 15 years at. Or more sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. I mean, what, what Phil is talking about is we've been involved with uh, youth ministry, like between us, probably a hundred years, you know. <clears throat> uh, but it's 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 really awesome, isn't it, bro? A lot of people ask, you know, like, why do you guys keep doing what you're doing? You know, yes, is, is it worth definitely. it? And I, I'm pretty sure, bro, when you're sitting out there at the beach, you know, enjoying Brandon and, and the whole crew, you know, yeah. the whole uh, youth family out there, you know, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, you got to see why we do what we do, right? I just want to encourage you out there. Just continue. Just love on those relationships that you have currently, because you know what? God is going to bless those relationships. And just, just like with us and our friendships we had 15 years ago with our youth, man, they're coming back. Lodo, they're coming back and they're, they're always there. And it's so awesome, bro, because you know, we, we pour into them so much, you know, it's amazing when you talk to them and right when you need it. Right. I mean, you, you don't even know how much you need it, but man, they will repeat something to you that you said to them. Like, 10 years ago, five years ago. And you're like, oh man, you were listening, you know, Praise God. but yeah, you know, and I want to second that, you know, that, that don't ever give up, you know, on those that you're pouring into and that you're investing in, you know, and, and I'm so glad, bro, that you got time to, you know, to, to spend with everybody because we live in a busy world, bro. Yeah. You know, we live in a very uh, busy world, you know, so it's always awesome just to be able to get away and just to hang out with loved ones, you know, that way. What about you? You've been under the weather lately, right? You know, my weekend was pretty uh, crazy last week, man. I, I came home. I think I bought something with me, you know. Uh, then again, Uh-oh. I was leaving 65 degrees, yes. you know, and it came to 102 degrees, brother. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing down here, man? Major difference. You know, but but I, I did, you know, have a nice week last week. Matter of fact, I had a gift waiting for me, as you all can see, oh, this really? beautiful shirt. You know, uh, my baby girl, yeah. you know, many of you guys know uh, Saili, we've talked about her. Yes. You know, she went out to uh, New York, 
New you know? York. What was she doing over there? They, uh, well, I got a shout out, Angel uh, Theolito. Yeah. You know, Cornerstone Church. Angel, uh, uh, man. By that time, everybody would be knowing the youth pastor of Cornerstone Church. So uh, yes, congratulations. So man, you know, congratulations, my man. I love you, Angel. But Angel, thank you for taking uh, our baby girl out there, man. You know, he took a team. He took a team yeah. with him. And they did, it, it was kind of like a tour thing. And they got to do worship for uh, conferences and camps out there. Oh, Matter of fact, nice. they hit New York, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey, I believe. So, you know, it, it, was, it was awesome, man. I'm so glad that she she got to experience that. She's the real evangelist of the family. You know, if, if you hear the girls speak in my family, you'll know who the real speakers are, you know. And so I'm just glad, you know, that uh, that she got to experience that. You know, and uh, she got home safely, bro. Oh, Ely is amazing. And I've heard her speak. She brings down the house. Praise she, uh, God. And you got to watch out. She's going to. Oh, no, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm fanning that flame. I'm fanning that flame. You know, she told me that I'm coming after you. You know, I'm you know, I'm I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm an evangelist. I know I'm called to it. You know, I was like, girl, gap, come on, yeah. come on. Yeah. You know, and she has such a love for God, you know. So, man, I, I just thank God for all of the speaking of youth leaders, man. I thank God for every youth leader and youth pastor that. You know, our kids have been blessed with, man. You know, I mean, just every we, there's a long list of legends, bro, that we both know. Yes. You know, that God has blessed our city with, you know, so I'm grateful for that. Speaking of uh, uh, of youth pastors and church and everything like that, Philville, you know, we have a pretty interesting uh, show today, don't we? We're going to highlight some things from our own churches because we want to ha- continue the conversation. We always have Ex- nuggets. Yes. From our Sunday services and like, hey, what, what, Amen. what how was it yesterday? Well, Get to talk about it today. Thank you for saying that, bro. Because again, you know, overflow the extended conversation is, is exactly that. That's one of the pillars that we extend the conversations. You know, from sermons. You know, we, we might even talk about worship songs. I think that would be cool too, bro. You know, or of different uh, story, stories, current events. You know, news. We'll, we'll definitely yeah. be. You know, hold on to your horses because we're about to get into some things at the uh, towards the end of the show that you're not gonna want to miss. But yes, like Philip said. We're going to uh, uh, talk and have an extended conversation about the Sunday services that we just had at our own individual churches. Sunday you know. services, not the Kanye. Yes. Sunday service. Oh, Sunday yeah, services. yeah, yeah. Where is Kanye anyway? I don't know. He's been on Twitter talking about some things. Okay. All right. <laughs> Many of y'all know I, I'm at Cornerstone Church right there in downtown Fresno. Billville, please tell them about your church, brother. Yeah. I'm from Adventure Church uh, with Pastor Anthony Flores. Man, your pastor, bro. The more I listen to his stuff, and the more I find out, the more I'm falling in love with him, man. He's he, he, man, that that guy. I, I I love I love his walk, you know, and just his passion for the Word of God. Yes. And and uh, man, this last you know Sunday, your guy's service, man. That sermon, brother. Especially yes. when he gets into his testimony. You know, I, I don't want to give away the yeah, Sunday, yeah, man. Yeah, yes. Let's yeah. go ahead and get into it. But I want to encourage everyone. You know, to follow the links that we'll be leaving on the description or on the post and make sure that you go and watch these services in, in its full capacity, because we're not going to be able to talk about every gem that was dropped during these services. You know, uh, Pastor Franklin, man, Pastor Franklin, yes. one sermon can be, you know, cut up for a whole year of uh, of shows here, you know, and, and Pastor Anthony, definitely the same. So let's uh, let's let's go ahead and start with our, our first um, takeaways. And just really have uh, some uh, some extended conversation about what Pastor Franklin preached about this Sunday, which was the good old story, David and Goliath. And you'll not receive the praise if you skip the process. So many of you know the story about David and Goliath. You know, where where small guy, this in this case, a teenager, 
uh, took on a giant, a humongous giant, you know, and this guy was a validated warrior. He, I mean, he, he was, he, if, if you're going to build a soldier, he's going to look like Goliath, you know, but what pastor is saying here, he's talking about, you know, the process and praise. And, and, he, and, and it, before this, he explained how, you know, in this story, we all know about how David, you know, got the victory and all that, but that there was a process and Philville, a lot of times we want to just get right yes. to the praise, you know, and we want, you know, the victory and all that. We want the accolades, you know, but we can't get that without the process, as Pastor just said. We're always looking for shortcuts, right? Wow. We want to we lose wow. weight, but don't want to eat right. We want to have more energy, but we want you don't want to exercise. And it's just like our spiritual, man. We want to to grow in things of faith. You want to grow. Yeah. Um, maybe you want to learn something, but we don't want to do the time and study. A process is not an easy thing sometimes. Yeah. Process hurts because in process, you're trying to unlearn some things and trying to learn Man, some things. That's so good, bro. And to change yeah. is growth. And sometimes we hate change because we, we're stuck in our ways. Oh my gosh, bro. I, I gosh, I, I, bro, I cannot wait till we get the rest of our boys in here and, and just other, you know, family of, of overflow. Yeah. Cause I could just hear everybody pitch in right now and you just dropped a bomb brother. So, so the process is not just learning new things. It's unlearning old things. Yes. That's really hard, bro. What's so hard about it? Pastor Cindy, Pastor Franklin's wife would always say, uh, stop that stinking thinking. Is that right? Yes, man. Yeah. That stinking thinking is taking those thoughts captive because realistically yeah. it's like, God, I do want to change, but help me to not do these things. But yeah. you know what? Pastor Franklin always would tell tell me when I was there at Cornerstone and tell the congregation, don't focus on the don'ts. Do this don't song. focus on the don'ts. Yeah. yeah. And focus on the what? The, the do's. do's. Yes. Amen. When you focus on the do's, he would say, you don't have time for everything else. And that is That's so that good. Is, you know, and that, that touches on, on another very powerful point. Maybe the most powerful is what he, what he talks about, right? Uh, your private battles prepare you for your public victories. Oh, uh, Yes. It's it's what you do when nobody's looking. It's what you do behind closed doors, you know. And Pastor even said it like that. He said, you know, it's it's what you do when nobody's looking. That's that's the real you. That's who you really are, you know. And, and if you're not a champion when nobody's looking, then you're probably not going to be a champion when everybody is looking. Look, you know, there's that old saying, you know, that that uh, uh, fire, you know, the furnace, uh, you know, uh, builds, you know, a character. I, I beg to differ. The furnace actually reveals character. That's what the furnace does. It reveals who you already are, you know, and that goes both ways. That's whether you're that's going okay. through a struggle yeah. or that's when you or, or when you're walking in abundance and you're being blessed, you know, because let's take money, for instance. Right. You know, the more money you have, the more of the real you you're going to become, you know, uh, was, was yeah. one of the bishops, great bishops. You know, he said uh, anyone that tells you that money doesn't change a person <laughs> never had it. And mm-hmm. this is so yeah. true, brother, you know, but back to the real point, you know, that. It is what we do in, in, in private. You know, uh, I, I love saying it like this, that uh, your, your effectiveness with the sword depends on your faithfulness with the slingshot. You know, because remember, David slaughtered, you know, uh, 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 Goliath, you know, w- with the slingshot. I mean, my man had a slingshot and he was going against this huge giant that had a humongous sword, you know. Yes. But it, w- it was it was that slingshot. You know, that nailed, you know, uh, 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 Goliath right between the eyes, you know, and took him down. But David would not be able to do that in public 
if he didn't have the time behind closed doors or in this case in his dad's backyard, you know, uh, using that slingshot to protect his daddy's sheep. Right. He did ultimately kill the giant. But what did he do beforehand? He killed the the bear, the lion. Yes. And that was his process. That was done in private. Nobody else Ooh, saw that. Come on, brother. Ba- back in the back when he was just watching the sheep. He was out there just doing the work of the father. He was faithful in that job, but it's protecting the sheep. And now look, he was protecting now the the kingdom of God's people. Amen. And he was protecting God's sheep now. And because he, you know, man, I love it, bro. Because he was faithful with his fathers, his earthly father's sheep. God made him ruler over uh, over God's own sheep. You know, reminds me of a a, a verse that we, we, matter of fact, why don't you read that verse, bro, one more time for us? (laughs) (laughs) And the master said. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go check out episode number three because that was was Uh, gold. I can't believe you made me do that. (laughs) You know, so so what's so so we got another clip there, bro, that I know we want to talk about real quick. Yes. So we the next clip is about being under authority with Pastor Jim Franklin. And for real authority to work in your life, you've got to be a person of submission that you submit to the authority that is above you. Wow. That okay, that one is is awesome, but that is such a hard pill to swallow. Mm. That for us to really operate in the in the right type of authority, we ourselves have to be under authority and to submit. Billville, submitting is not the easiest thing to do, brother. What? You're not the boss of me. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what we say though? Somebody tells us do X, Y, Z. You don't want to be told what to do. Yeah. You know, but that's the only way that we're really going to operate in the authority that God has given us because God has given us Christians, mm-hmm. you know, uh, an authority over this world, over sin, over a lifestyle, you know, that really, you know, is, is meant to destroy us, you know, but God gave us an authority over, over that. And as long as we don't submit, mm-hmm. right. As long as we don't submit, because submission actually provides the provisions and the protection of God. Yes. You know, it, it's when we, you know, it's it's when Mia submits to 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 you and, and Naomi's, you know, uh, rules. You know, when she submits to your wishes, that she gets blessed. You know, I know that that you guys love to bless her when she listens, but when she doesn't submit, you know, or when any child doesn't submit to the parent, they most likely won't get blessed. You know, and then it's also like when you tell your your kid, you know, hey, I don't want you to go play, you know, in that street, you know, you know, because you're gonna get hurt. And that's why you don't want them to play in the street, you know, because you don't want to get so submission, you know, it provides, you know, the protection and the provision of God. But but speaking about this story, though, with David and Goliath, David had an authority. Yes, he had an authority because he himself was under submission to a mighty God that was mightier than Goliath. And that's the beautiful thing right there, that we have a God that is mightier than anything, any entity, any person, any business. It doesn't matter what amount of money you're facing. It doesn't matter what size of mountain or size of giant that you're facing. There is a God that is bigger than that giant. But the only way you're going to get through that giant is to submit to that God that is bigger than him. Because I love what Pastor said. He said, this authority that we were talking about is not authority that comes from us. But that flows through us. Yes. David said, no, I've got something here that I use all the time. It's my sling. I'll pick me five smooth stones, but I'll get, but there's something that I've been carrying with me, something that I've got, something that I've got confidence in because I've been using it every single day. Confidence. Not the smooth stones, but the sling. Mm. What's your take? 
Well, bro, I, I was I was interested to hear what you say because because I, I noticed that resonated with you, brother. You know this this story really resonates with me. I love the David and Goliath story, but it goes further back, and because Pastor Franklin talks about the sling and having confidence, and that's a tool and instrument God has given him. And there's been a tool and instrument in my, my life with uh, maybe music and worship, but I remember at a point as a teenager, and I'm like, God, am I going to serve you? Am I, Am I going to be serving you because of my parents or am I going to be serving you because I want to, I want to serve you. And I remember hearing a message about David and Goliath. And, and even though he did mighty great things for God, you got to remember he was once overlooked by even his own dad, the ones closest to him didn't believe in him. But when the prophet of God came to anoint, to find the next King, find he, the dad who, Brought all these brothers to him. Yeah. And they forgot about David. Mm. Well, I remember there was an old song I was at a conference and they they brought it up. And and I remember this one line that they sang, they sung, When others see a shepherd boy, God may see a king. Mm. I was just like, wow. And so when Pastor Franklin talks about this again and takes me back to like in my own life, how like I overlooked myself. Yeah. I let honestly, people believed in me, but I didn't I refuse to believe it for myself. Wow. Or maybe I on. took things the wrong way that, that isolated myself because of the, the circumstance. But I know that God has a, had a call in my life, even as a young age. And when I hear the story about the sling and having confidence and having confidence in, in the almighty God, yeah, there's a calling in people out there right now, just listening. There's a calling in their life. Remember when others see a shepherd boy or shepherd girl, God may see a king or a queen or a queen, man. That's powerful, bro. That and that's so awesome, man. You know, and and it's so true. You know, and many of us have gone through that, especially in our early, you know, years in, in childhood. You know, for for many many reasons. You know, we we have those who just they didn't know better. We have those who meant well, but they just didn't know how to express certain things. And then we grew up around other kids. And let's be honest, brother, other kids, man, we are cruel. You know, yes. when we get to a certain age, we we are just cruel and we're mean, you know, and, 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 you know, so we do things that, you know, we, we do because we're, we're also, we're kids. We don't know yet, you know, the harm and how long those, those hurts, you know, last, you know, and then we usually don't get to deal with those until we're grown up, you know, and so we true. look back, you know, but thank you for pointing that out that, you know, like Pastor was talking about with, with, with the sling, you know, and that that was something that he practiced every day. Again, what you do in private brings you your victories in public, you know, and, and, it's, and so David, he was able to have that public victory because every day in private, you know, like Pastor said, but like he practiced that every single day and, and he fended off, you know, you know, lions, right. He fended off a bear, you yes. know, from stealing his, his father's sheep, you know, and, and had he not had that time in the backyard watching, you know, his father's sheep, you know, and yes, it was, it was very unfortunate and very, you know, uh, uh, disappointing that, you know, that his family overlooked him, but there was one person who didn't overlook David. Matter of fact, God knew that David was in that backyard the whole time watching him practicing and practicing and practicing. So again, you know, for you guys, you know, I know, I know Philville, you know, you, you with the keyboard, you know, or, or a piano, you know, or some type of instrument for somebody else out there, you know, it might be singing, 
You know, it might be art, you know, it might be your sports, you know, but you know that, that man, God's given you a passion that surpasses everything else. Like you would do that for the rest of your life. If you could stick with it, don't give up Just stick with it and practice that every single day, even and especially when nobody else is looking and nobody else notices when you know that man, that you're called to be an evangelist, when you're called to the mission, when you're called, you know, to reach homeless people, you're called to reach, you know, those you know, different lifestyles, you know, man, stick to it and know that, that, that man, God has a calling on your life and he has a plan for you and that God is faithful to finish it because that's what the Bible says. That he'd have a second one. And if he missed with a second one, I got a second one. If he missed with a third one, I got a third one here. In other words, what I'm saying by that is David took the five stones because he says, I'm not going to give up. So, so right here, pastor is talking about David he had his slingshot and that was something he practiced every day. And right before the battle, he went to what was, he went to a brook and he picked out five smooth stones, you know? And so there's, you know, you, you talk to different scholars, you know, theologians, and they'll tell you different reasons why he did that. One of the most, um, a common one is that, you know, because Goliath had four more brothers, you know, and David wanted to make sure that he had enough stones for all of them. But, but I love how pastor, you know, said, man, he, you know, he has another reason. And that's that in case, David missed with the first shot. Wow. Philville, how many of us miss our dream and miss the best of our lives because we gave up when we missed the first shot? It's so easy to have regret. Oh, I wish I could go back in time, right? Yeah. The whole thing of like, if I could do high school all over again, I yeah. would do this. You know, for us, uh, YouTube wasn't around. I wish I could, I could learn all these other man, things yes. uh, back in the day. And I would, oh, man, I could do that. I could do this. I could yeah. do that. Yes, there's those type of regret, but really the most devastating regret is maybe with a loved one, lost yeah. time with them, or lost uh, man, come a, on, a, bro, a relationship, or, or all these different things, uh, re regrets that are just it's hard to take back mm -hmm. a hurt word. But yes, yeah, there's a lot of regret. It reminds me of of our toddler. I know you're gonna hear about our, my my baby Mia, she, my baby. She's two years old, but she's yes. my baby. But I remember when she was, you know, a little ball that has all the shapes. Oh yeah, and you have a square or oval mm -hmm. and plastic star, one? all the plastic ones. Yeah. I remember her just trying to get a square into a circle, and she's like, "Ah, ah!" Well, she figured out a square needs to go into a square. Then she sees a square, then it doesn't fit in, and she goes, "Ah, ah, ah!" All she has to do is just turn it, and sometimes wow. she'll like get all frustrated and throw a tantrum because she wants to learn, she wants to do it, but sometimes she will give up. Other times, like no, then daddy will show her. No, this is go to the left. No, go to the right, and they'll fit perfectly. And then she would be like, "Clap, yay!" And that's, I feel like our father tries to tell us, "Go left, go right." If you just follow that 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 path that I have set before you, and it's not easy. It is not easy because wow. we want to. You do want to give up. Yeah, man, that's so good, bro. You know, and, and that really highlights the wisdom of David in picking up five stones. Yes. Yeah. You know, and not, and this is an experienced man. And he knows that, man, you don't always get on the first shot. You know, you don't always get the right shape, you know, uh, you know, the first time. You know what? You, you got me thinking, and I'm going to challenge everybody out there. How many of you guys know all the shapes on that ball? I'm wondering, bro, like how many of us really know <laughs> what, what the name of those shapes are? Because <laughs> I think I know up to triangle, you know, and square. You Octagon, know, that's, that's about it. Oh, now you're triangle. showing off. Oh, now you're showing oh, off. 
Yeah. Yes. So I I want I want you know so I want you you know if you you're watching this comment right there you know and 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 name all the shapes on that ball with all the shapes on it. But it's so true, bro. That that we give up just because things got hard. You know, I I I tried serving God, but it got so hard. You know, I, I I'm trying to keep going to church, but it gets so hard. Uh, hangovers aren't hard. Mm. Uh, broken heart wasn't hard. Having your face in the toilet bowl that all those mornings, those weren't hard. Uh, people backstabbing in the back out there in the world too. It, what, what, that wasn't hard. You know, if if hard was the reason why we shouldn't do something, then none of us would do anything because practically everything is hard, you know. But I thank God, you know, that he always gives us another opportunity to get back up. You know, the Bible says, Philville, that a righteous man falls seven times, you know, and that verse is not making it okay to fall down. That verse is making it okay to get back up. And you know what was, and you know what's so awesome, bro, is I got to watch uh, Pastor Anthony's message too. Yes. And, and really, you know, we can jump over to Pastor Anthony because his sermon actually was, was a, a great highlight to what Pastor was was saying in closing, you know, for, for the David and Goliath story, you know. But, man, I, I love that sermon from Pastor Anthony and that testimony, brother. Worship has this creative and unique ability. When we taste and see that the Lord is good, worship has an ability to break down walls. You know, it's so awesome because pastor's message, you know, was this is how we fight our battle. And he was talking about how we praise our way through. And that's how David, the worshiper, David was not just a warrior. David was a worship warrior. And that that's how he found his victories. It was in time of worship and it was time of, of personal worship. And man, I, I cannot wait till we get to uh, when, when Pastor Anthony talks about his personal testimony and how it was personal worship that just really gave him an amazing breakthrough. Just like you said right there, that worship has a way of breaking down walls, Philville. Those walls are stubbornness, right? Pride. Oh boy, yes. <laughs> A worship. And you got a lot of walls. Yeah, yes. to really Amen. just for God, here I am. Yep. Break these walls down. <laughs> it's really big stubbornness. You know, he talks, continues talking about three essentials to worship. Yes. I, I wrote this down. I actually took a screenshot so awesome. of, of the notes. And and number one, teaches theology worship. Yes. S scripture memorization and hope and joy. Brother, I mean, that really just nails it and it just puts a ribbon on what worship really does. And he continues, he goes on about talking about God being holy. It was so glorifying that even in the song it says, and I behold the beauty with unworthy eyes. In other words, you are so holy, you are so pure. I can't even look, I can't even look towards you because I'm so unclean and undone. We are literally teaching you theology that God is holy and you are not. And just as he explains right there, bro, that, you know, worship, it, it teaches us theology. And that's, man, what a great theology, you know, that is that man, that God is holy and that we are not. Man, you know, and, and, and this one right here, bro, it really means a lot to me because I know exactly what Pastor Anthony's talking about. Yeah. I know exactly what Isaiah is talking about in Isaiah 61, you know, and, and that, man, that, that they were beholding this light and just his majesty, God's majesty. And, and it's like they can't unsee it. I know this because, you know, uh, speaking of testimony, when I got shot, bro, I remember I'm 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 this gangbanger. I'm representing my hood and all this is in that. I got shot in the face and I'm like standing all big, bad and bold. And, you know, and I'm I'm just proclaiming my state. Right. My my, my claim. Right. Stating my claim. And, you know, I'm, you know, whoop, whoop this, whoop, whoop that, you know. And, bro, it, it, long story short, I find myself 
picking my head up to look around and uh it's like I'm floating in the middle of a light, bro. Mm-hmm. But this light is so it's so bright. It's so brilliant. There's no way I could describe what what this light looks like. There's really nothing I could compare this world. The only thing that probably comes close, but but nowhere to do justice, is that this light is more piercing than gold, more brilliant than the rays of the sun, and more brighter than crystal. I mean, it was oh, just, wow. and I'm like floating yeah. in the middle of this thing, man. And then I hear, you know, there's a whole chain of actions that happened during that time or chain of events. And I remember when I heard God's voice, you know, say my lotso, you know, and brother, I, I mean, I went from big, bad gangster to just humbled guy sucking carpet on his knees, you know, because look, I didn't really know who God was, but I believe the Bible says that the spirit bears witness to spirit. I knew that my spirit man knew exactly who he was in front of. And I humbled myself real quick, bro. And I was like, Yes. You know, but this light, though, it's so amazing and it will remind you that he is holy. Whether you know him or not, your spirit will know, your soul will know that he is holy and you are not. All the only words I'm left to say is hallelujah, which is praise God, praise God, praise God. For all that he's done, I praise God. Gratitude is the lubricant of the brain, folks. And when it's not about you anymore and it's about him, something dynamic begins to take place on the inside of your heart. Gratitude is the lubricant for your brain. That is that's nice. a mic drop moment, brother. Yes. That's wordsmith right there. Praise God. You know, things like that. You get things like that from from the from you know the throne room. You don't get that from anywhere else. You know, but it is so true. It is so true that when we start, you know, uh, glory worshiping God. We begin to take on a different attitude. I don't care if you're mad. I don't care if 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 you're down and out. And something happens when you open yourself up to give God glory and to give God praise. Because all that the, the, the thing that happens, you know, big part of what happens is everything that the Lord has done for you starts flowing in and starts flooding your memory. And you can't help but be grateful. You can't help but be thankful. And you can't help but be hopeful. One of my favorite songs right now that's on my playlist is the song Gratitude. Ah, Powerful song. Just love that song. Just so I throw up my hands and I praise you again and again. Mm. Because all that I have is a hallelujah. And I know it's not much. but I have nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah, hallelujah, gratitude. If you start hearing yourself complain about this, and there's some things, there's some things in life that, hey, we got we can find ourselves just having a big pity party, right? Complain about this, complain about that. I don't have this. So this is not yeah. going my way. But when you start saying, God, I thank you for giving me life. I thank you for providing. I thank you for giving me a job. I thank you for, for my family. All these different things. That starts to produce pure joy. Yeah. Joy unspeakable and full of glory, right? Yeah. Locus is what you get when you lose focus. Nice. Worship helps to remind me that he is the employer and I am the employee. Worship helps to remind me that two of us can't sit on the same throne at the same time. One is either in control or the other is in control. Worship reminds me to put my proper perspective glasses on. He is the parent and I am the child. Proper perspective. (laughs) You saw the light bulb went on and you're seeing something. 
It's it's so awesome, bro. I mean, it, again, you know, these two messages, you know, with Pastor Pastor Franklin's, you know, and, and these are, are just go hand in hand, you know. Uh, uh, Pastor Anthony just talked about, you know, proper perspective. It, it tells you who you are and who God is, and that that God is a parent, and you're not. And it just remind it, it kicks me back to when Pastor talks about submission mm. to authority. I remember a mentor always say, oh, what's the big picture? What's the big picture? I'm like, mm. what? Yeah, I'm focusing on this in front of me and I'm I'm stressed out about whatever, yeah. trying to make a decision in my early 20s. And what's how does this fit in the big picture and in, in, in the God perspective? Yes. My dad would tell me all the time as a kid, are you having tunnel vision? Yes. <laughs> like what? Yeah. You remember that term? That yeah. tunnel vision. You just seen this one thing, but you mm. ignore everything else around it. Yeah. And a lot of times for us, we get so focused on, on so many things that are not what God wants for us at the time. Exactly. Yeah, bro. A lot of us, we lose the game because we're caught up in the short games. Yeah. And when we, we don't keep an eye on the long game. If we kept our eye on the long game more than we did on the short game, man, we, we'd be winning more victories. We, we'd be collecting more wins. This is what Pastor Anthony continues to say. And I have to read this one. You can't worship God with your intellect, but you can serve God intellectually. Worship must involve the real you. Worship must involve your heart that's so true bro if, if it doesn't if it doesn't include your heart you know it, it's not worship what's my favorite worship song of all time brother heart of worship right yes you know and it's so man I, I love it i mean those lyrics they say it all you know there's no way you can have worship without your heart involved with it if you don't have your heart in it you, all you're doing is just singing the song and that's sad you know because david understood that it took worship you know, to, to, to really glorify God. But because of worship, David was able to defeat Goliath. Why? Because again, worship reminded David of who God is and that God was able to conquer anything and anyone. And because of that, David was again, able to submit to the authority of God who was bigger than his Goliath. Fell hard, and so I realized that the penalty of sin was paid for, and the power of sin was broken, but the power of sin was still present in my life. Yes, yes, you know, you know, and 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 I love what he said earlier. He said, um, you know, that I fell for Jesus hard, you know, and he forsook he forsook so many things, you know. He stopped doing a lot of things that 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 you know that he should have not been doing, you know. But man, then he goes through this, and he talks about, and he just drops another word bomb. You know, he says, man, I, I know that the penalty of my sin was paid, but he still had patterns of sin in his life. My wife and I have been to Adventure now about a year, and I just, we just love the worship there. You know who's the biggest worship leader there is the one in the front row. That's the senior pastor, Pastor Anthony Flores. He knows how to worship. And now I'm hearing his story more and more, and I know why. So I'm at this park, and, and, and I turn this up, and it's cranking in my ears, and I'm just letting go of just everything that has fractured my soul. And I'm just crying and I'm like, Lord, I'm sick of this pattern. I've come to make amends. I've come to resolve that I'm okay with never knowing and never truly understanding why you chose the things you did to happen in my life. I no longer need an answer. I no longer need a verse. I don't need anything because it is well within my soul and I am okay with what has transpired. And this song comes on and I just, I crumble. I'm, I'm just literally worshiping in the park. I don't care who's around. It doesn't matter to me. And all I keep hearing is God's love is strong. And when I got up, I said, this is my Bethel. This is my place where I found God. Isn't that awesome, bro? 
Why, why don't you tell me about Bethel experience you had, bro? I have to go back to the process. That the process, all that would happen in the process of of circumstance, the process of of her own growth and mentally or spiritually. That you hit a point, that wall, and then that wall is knocked down of pride, knocked down of, I think I have all the answers, or I'm, I'm going to do it my way. And God just intervenes and says, no, son, I have a plan for you. I have a call in your life. I have a plan. I have, a, here's your spouse. Here's uh, your, your, your calling. Here's the different things I want to give you. But just submit. And that happens a lot in worship. That's, it's a process. You know, you alluded to that song, Heart of Worship. I'm coming back to a heart of worship. Yes. How many times, right? If it's over and over, we're talking about not giving up. Yeah. Sometimes that Bethel experience is a breakthrough. And sometimes it's, a, it's that journey of that, that, that step-by-step, I'm walking with you on the sand. I'm walking with you along the way. So coming to that Bethel moment, I've had many times at, many times at the altar, I'm just broken. That brokenness that, Sometimes you don't feel like, am I going to be able to pick up these pieces? But really, it's like, no, just remain broken. Wow. In a sense, we remain the clay. Wow. You remain the clay because the potter, the potter's hands yeah. is molding something that you don't know. You don't see it, but he sees it just like, he's just molding this way, molding that way. My goodness. And that's been hard. That To me, that's been the Bethel experience because I viewed myself as one way. Others view me as another way. God's viewed me in a way that Glory I couldn't see God. it. Mm. I mean, that's so beautiful, bro. And 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 I love how, you know, Pastor Anthony describes his Bethel moment right there, you know. And it came to, you know, it was a place where he became okay. And and again, I think it just comes back to just submitting to God's will. And that he didn't expect any explanation from God, but that he completely abandoned his own will his own his own rights everything he he completely abandoned all of that and submitted to whatever God was going to do and whatever God's plan right like you're talking about whatever God's calling was on his life whatever God's plan was on his life you know and i think that's that's how we really truly defeat the Goliaths in our lives and really break those those sin patterns you know those 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 patterns of sin in our lives that keeps hurting us and and keeps uh, uh, uh destroying us you know you know, is that man when we submit to God's will and we come to a place of worship where it's like we we are so down into God and and we there's just this live wire that comes alive in us that that tells us like, dude, you can't fix this. And I believe Pastor Anthony said that you know during during his uh, message, you know, and 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 you there's so many things that you want to fix, but then you realize that you know you realize you you can't fix that, you, you can't fix this, you can't fix you, you can't fix other people, you cannot fix it, and so then you got to come to a place where you just completely surrender and say, God, whatever your will is. I, I love how he he just he emphasized like like I don't need an explanation. I don't, I don't need anything else. Like God, I just want to be right here, right here in this Bethel, right here with you, God. I want to be in your presence, whatever that means, whatever that costs. I want to be right here with you, God. Like that, that man, I believe, you know, it, it's not until we come to those Bethels that we're going to, you know, truly defeat the Goliaths or like Pastor Anthony said, you know, those, those patterns of sins in our lives. Lodo, I just love that we get to talk about Man. The things on, that took place 
extended conversation yes, at our own churches. And, yes. and we want people out there to take home when they go to their churches, take those nuggets back, talk about it. Cause Amen. that's how it, it grows right into more fruit. That's the whole point why our pastors preach, you know, is that this is bread for the whole week, you know, and, and it's bread that we take home, you know, for our kids. Matter of fact, Billville, I, I, Man, let's plug the church, brother. Where, if, if they want to tune in to Pastor Anthony or they want to come visit Adventure Church, where, how can they do that? Okay, you follow this link below in the description. We'll have a link to the church website. Also, too, you want to follow, they have a podcast. They have the, their sermon series mm-hmm. on YouTube, Adventure Church Fresno. And for those of you that would like to come join us at Cornerstone Fresno, you know, especially those of you, you know, who, who don't have a church home. If you don't have a, a church home, you do now. You know, matter of fact, you have two that you can pick from. So come see us. We're right there on, if you're in Fresno, right there in downtown, the corner of Stanislaw Fulton in the historic Wilson Theater. You know, in, in closing, I want to go back to what we shared about earlier, Philville, and that's the both messages by some amazing pastors, you know. Uh, and, and it goes back to the story of uh, David and Goliath. You know, those of you who know that story, you know that David didn't even bring a sword to the fight. David just bought his slingshot. Matter of fact, David did use the sword and it was to, you know, uh, close your ears if you're under 13. You know, this is the, the R-rated version, you know, but David, you know, had a sword and he used that sword to behead Goliath. Uh, I love Pastor Joke all the time. David knew how to get ahead in life, you know, but um <laughs> You know, and, and, and David was able to slew him that way, and he held Goliath's head up. I just wonder how many of you out there, you're, you're still waiting for the sword to get into the fight. You know, one of the things I love about this story is how David didn't wait for Goliath to, to approach him and to advance. The Bible says that David ran towards Goliath. How many of you are, are losing out on the best part of your life because you're just standing on the sideline? And you're waiting for the perfect moment. You're waiting for the right time. But God already told you what to do. I love how David ran towards Goliath. You know what he was doing? He abandoned everything. He, he, he crossed the point of no return. When he started running to Goliath, it's like, it's all or nothing. I'm going to trust God. I know the God that I've trusted. I know that the God that I've submitted to. I know the God that I had just, just had a place of Bethel with. And I know that he's going to deliver this big old dude to me. And so David was able to run towards him and he used that sling and nailed Goliath right between the eyes. But then he went and grabbed the sword, Goliath's sword. That's the sword that was used in this battle. It was Goliath's sword. David pulled that sword out and cut off Goliath's head with his own sword. I just wonder how many of you haven't experienced victory yet because you keep waiting for the sword. You're looking around and, and, and you're, not, you're not fighting because you don't have the, the sword in your possession. Did you ever think that maybe it's because God didn't... God don't need you to bring the sword. He's already got your enemy bringing it. Your enemy has a sword. Stop waiting for it. It's up to you to go and face your enemy, face your Goliaths. And then that's where you're going to find that sword. And it's that sword that you're going to use to chop off the head of your Goliaths. The very thing that the devil used to hold you down, like fear, whatever it is, you're feeling inadequate. You feel like, you know, like nobody's going to love the real you. So you hide the real you. And that's so sad because you are one of a kind. There is nobody else like you. When God made you, he broke the mold because he made just you. You're you're more than just one in a million. You look at those fingerprints on your hand. You're the only one that has those. Stop hiding that. You're a beautiful creation of God. Let the universe see it. Take on your Goliaths 
And stop waiting till you have the perfect moment. No, abandon everything you know. When God tells you to go, just go. You ain't got to figure it out. God already did. God don't ask you to figure him out. God just asking you to just trust him. Abandon everything and just go right for that enemy. And use that sling that you've been practicing in your private time with God. You better be having a private time with God. Because if you don't have a private time with God, you're not going to have any public, public victories. You're going to lose every time until you get that time right. And it's simple. as just getting on your face before God and saying, God, I want to practice today. Show me what my slingshot is. And I promise God, I'll practice every day. Because one day that Goliath's going to come up. And I'm going to need the victory, God. The only way you're going to have that public victory again is by that private submission to God. The only way you're going to break those patterns of sin is to find your Bethel in God where you're able to submit to whatever God's will is for you. Man, I, I love you all. We both love you all. And we thank you guys for continuing to join in. It just blows my mind that you guys are, are, are just spending time with us and and just just so thankful for it feelville that was a great episode that was so powerful what you just said right now it's great having you back here in the thank studio you, it's been a few weeks but we look forward to next week thank you again for joining us remember to click on the links to follow us and subscribe and share all these episodes because everyone of us knows somebody that needs that hope and joy that worship brings You've been listening to Overflow, the extended conversation, obliterating social norms, and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on social media at Overflow EXT. Lord bless, and we'll see you next time on Overflow, the extended conversation.